Hi, Marked listeners. We're planning some exciting things for the future of the podcast, so we want to hear from you. Take our fun survey and give us all of your opinions about Marked to enter for a chance to win a Lifeway Women backpack filled with Bible studies and other great resources for diving into God's Word. To take the survey, go to lifewaywomen.com slash podcast or click on the link in our show notes. We can't wait to hear from you. This is the Mark Podcast from Lifeway Women. We're your hosts, Elizabeth Heineman and Kelly King. Each episode, we'll talk about what God is doing, how He has and is marking each of us. Sometimes that will be through interviews, and sometimes we'll have conversations around the table. We're so glad you've joined us today. You're invited to join Lifeway Women Insiders, an online community of women like you who want to grow in their relationship with God and connect with each other in meaningful ways. When you sign up, you'll get first looks at upcoming Lifeway Women Bible studies and events, the opportunity to contribute your voice to future Lifeway Women content through polls and surveys, and exclusive insiders-only discounts. Meet your soon-to-be friends at LifewayWomenInsiders.com. Hello and welcome to the Mark Podcast. I am Elizabeth Heinemann and I am here with my co-host Kelly King. Hey Kelly. Hey Elizabeth. We have some really fun Lifeway friends with us today. I know. It's so exciting. We always love when we get to talk with our uh, co-workers and our teammates. And so we wanted to talk today to Betsy Langmaid and Savannah Ward. Hello guys. Hi. So good to be here. Thanks for inviting us. Yes. So we'll go in alphabetical order. So Betsy, tell us about yourself and what you do at Lifeway. And then Savannah, we want to hear from you after that. Okay. Well, I've been at Lifeway um, 19 years. And most of that time I have been in the women's events area, coordinating events and uh, and building events and all, all that sort of thing. Um, until a couple of years ago, I switched roles and am now managing the event team. And uh, so still get to have my hands and my heart in all the event work. Yes, and I started out at Lifeway about five years ago as an intern, actually, on our leadership training events and went back for my senior year of college and then came back to Lifeway as a department assistant um, on the event team and then worked on leadership events as the event coordinator for those events and then left for a while and worked at a church in communications. And I am back on the Lifeway event team. And so I get to work with Betsy and all of our Lifeway Women events. Well, we love our events, and I love that you guys bring different perspectives from just, Betsy, you remember the early days of events at Lifeway, and Savannah, you got to come in at a time, you know, that events were really established, but there's been a lot of changes since COVID, so you both are having Mm -hmm. to deal with some of that, but tell us some of the things that, what excites you about hosting women's events? I'm going to let you go first, Savannah. Absolutely. I think that there is 
there's just nothing like an event. And I think COVID has really reminded us of that as we've had to, you know, kind of see them go away for a while and they're back again. The thing that I love most about events is just the connection that it provides. It's It provides connections across churches, across denominations, across all kinds of backgrounds. So there's just to me, there's nothing like being in a room with women from everywhere able to come together and just hear God's truth. And being on the event team, we just really get to set the table for that. And so it's really an honor to be a part of the work that we get to do for events. It really is. And I, I, I mean, my excitement is very similar to Savannah's, you know, just the energy of being in the same room, as Savannah mentioned, we've missed that so much. Um, and being in the same room and um, to be able to sit under just the solid Bible teaching, you know, our events at Lifeway are always going to be about Bible teaching. And um, and so, but not, not Bible teaching just for its own sake, but because that is what God uses to impact the hearts of women, the women that come. And so, are, it excites me to think about the spiritual footprint that uh, that is left behind when we come in and do an event, and then we fly back to uh, to Nashville where we're headquartered. Um, we uh, you know we leave behind hopefully a spiritual footprint where women are really on fire to um, take the next step in their walk with God. And um, I think the other thing that's just exciting in a in a day when there is just so much strife on so many different fronts that um, pointing people to Jesus as our hope is one thing that just uh, remains really exciting to me um, to just provide women with that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys both just said a couple of really great things. And Savannah, even just when you said that, you know, our team gets to set the table for, you know, hosting an event. And, right. I, you know, I was thinking the other day about just, you know, we ask for God to be present at events and we know that God is everywhere. We know that God is omnipresent. And so he's always, he can be, you know, he's present when we do an event over a computer, but there is something about the manifest presence of God of just that visible, like we get to be in that same room and really worshiping together and opening God's word together. There, That really is super unique. And, I mean, and so that's, fun. that's what we're created to do. I mean, in the beginning, God was in the garden with us and then mm. he sent his son to be with us here on earth. And so mm-hmm. it's just kind of a way that we picture uh, Christ and his, the incarnation as we can be together as believers and as the church physically, as well as spiritually. So I, I agree, Kelly, with what, exactly what you were saying. You know, God is always there, but it, there is something different and special about being in the room together physically. Very much so. Well, we know that there are a few different events. So we want to, first of all, tell our listeners, what events are we talking about? What does Lifeway Women do? And then share a little bit about the differences between each of our, we call them brands at Lifeway. Mm -hmm. So we call them event brands, but just kind of tell us a little bit about what is unique and different about each of our kinds of events that we host. Yeah, I'd love to tell about that. We um, right now are doing three different types of um, events for women. Um, in addition to the um, You Lead training events that Kelly um, is a part of and, and leads alongside of Catherine, and she can speak a little bit into that. But um, on our side, we're hosting uh, Lifeway Women Live events. We're hosting Going Beyond Live with Priscilla Shire and then our glory events um, with Jackie Hill Perry. So what I love about the Lifeway Women Live events is that 
you have all your favorite teachers. We have six different teaching sessions from uh, six different uh, teachers, and they're all Bible study writers. And so the women who come are very familiar and acquainted with them. It kind of feels a little bit like meet up, meeting up your best Bible study bud, who happens to be your teacher. Um, and then we also, uh, with that event, have the opportunity to do a couple of panel discussions around current topics that we feel like women are interested in hearing from these uh, Bible teachers on. So that's another part of it. We have um, we have an interview with uh, maybe a brand new author that's getting ready to um, to teach and and has a Bible study that's coming out that women will be interested in doing. And then just lots of fun elements, prizes and book signings and um, and giveaways. And it's just uh, it's just a real fun, energetic event. Very fast moving and um, and just a lot to take in, but just a, a really really great time. And so we're doing three of those actually in. 2022. And then we have the Going Beyond Live with Priscilla Shire. And um, I hope most of our listeners are familiar with Priscilla. I mean, really one of the best Bible teachers out there. Uh, She just... um, it has just had so much impact um, on the women who do her Bible studies and then who have come to her events over the uh, past many, many years, 15 plus years that we've been doing events with her. But um, the focus of this event is, um, it is again on Bible teaching as always, but also has a really strong prayer focus. Um, Priscilla does a really beautiful and masterful job of um, of teaching women in the context of the event as they're sitting in the seat, um, the importance of prayer, the power of prayer, the power of God in prayer, um, and then just praying really specifically for um, the, just the needs that women have in their lives. And so it's really powerful in that way. And uh, I think I think Priscilla, in a very her own very unique way, helps them understand through her Bible teaching at the event how great our God is. There is nothing that is too big for him. And women go away just so encouraged and so um, uh, just filled with hope, as I mentioned, you know, just a few minutes ago. So that is our Going Beyond Live event with Priscilla Shire. And then our brand new event is our glory event with Jackie Hill Perry. And uh, many of our listeners may or may not be familiar with her, but um, Jackie is an incredible Bible teacher with a very unique style in the women's space. We launched this event last year um, in 2021 and really saw these events bring so much ministry to the women who came. And actually, the women who came represented a, a very unique audience to what we've been seeing in the past many years. Um, we're seeing a lot of young women come, uh, diverse women, and um, it's really building a brand new audience of, of young and diverse women who may have thought that events were either for their mother or for someone else and not them, but they're coming and really engaging with um, Jackie's teaching. And her teaching is so straightforward and so no nonsense. Um, She's a poet. So her use of words and the way she teaches is very unique. It's unlike any other women's event that I'm aware of that is out there or has been out there in recent years. So we're super excited about this event and partnering with Jackie in that. And, um, just uh, again, just excited with all three of these events. The ministry that we get to see is the reason why we do it. I love that there are so many different ones. And if you've never been to an event, just pick one and go because they are so, like Betsy was saying, it's just so powerful to be in the room and and to hear from teachers live and in person. Um, and we have episodes with 
Jackie, with Priscilla, with Jordan Welch, who leads worship for the Glory events, and with our coworker, Daryl and Keith, who talks a lot about the simulcast. So we'll put links to those in the show notes as well as links to to register for the events. But um, that way you can kind of get to know the people that are on the stage for these events. Yeah, I, I went to the Glory event last year in Nashville, and I, you know, it's it's really hard to to kind of create something that seems unique in the event space because there seems to be, you know, some very standard things in an event. But I walked away from that just thinking this just feels different. It's it, the experience was different, and it was um, so just scripture gospel driven and Jackie just points you to the words. So Betsy, that's the way you describe the way that Jackie's a poet and her use of words. It's very, um, it's very unique in that. And so even if, even if women say I've been to a Lifeway Women event before, like these are all very unique and different and you could go to all three of them in one year and have a totally different experience. for sure. 100%. I agree with that. Well, Betsy and Savannah, one of the things I don't think our listeners really understand is that putting together an event, you know, it's more than just, hey, we're going to show up and we're going to pick this city. Like there is a huge process and a huge puzzle of when you look at dates and locations and all of that. So would you guys share just a little bit about how you choose where you're going to be and what that looks like? Absolutely. You know, this is um, this is the area of our work that is uh, I feel like Savannah, you can disagree with me. It's it's one of the most strenuous parts of our work. I will say it goes on for months and months. It's very tedious and um, it takes a lot of attention across a lot of different um, a lot of different qualifiers for where we might end up going when all of that lands. But I I do want to say that we. Uh, start with prayer. The whole process is bathed in prayer because I sort of feel a little like um, like Moses, like if God is not going, we don't want to go, right? Mm-hmm. So it's we take on the perspective more of uh, where does God want us to be and let's discover that. And so it takes um, some of the angst out of it, but still a very strenuous process. But we look at things um, as we've prayed about it. And it is a, I love that you use the word puzzle because that's exactly what it is. So you can imagine with three events, we have to uh, we have to look at placing those events far enough apart from each other. So women in different areas of the country all have a choice of something to go to. So that's one part of it is the geography. One part is requests that we get for um, uh, we keep our pulse on where women are saying, can you come do an event, you know, in this city or that city? So that's a piece of it as well. We do look at um, our authors or the speaker, whoever it is that we're bringing to that area. Um, do they, are we seeing in our data that that's um, a popular place for them uh, to go? So that's another piece. And um, and then just, you know, cities where, um, uh, where there's an openness um, to the gospel and th- that's not a qualifier that we do or we don't go. It's just part of that piece of that puzzle um, that we look at. And um, and then the venues, we have to have a good venue that, you know, works for the type of event that we're putting on. What am I missing, Savannah? Anything? No, I think that describes it very well. I think the thing that surprised me when I came on board the team is that I'll say, for instance, this year, we are already well into the process of calendaring our 2023 events. And so I think that was 
a surprise to me to see how far ahead we're working and praying. And it's definitely not something where we just pick a location on the calendar on the map and say, we'll just go here next year. It's like you said, Betsy, so much prayer is poured into it. And it's incredible to see the cities that end up being the ones that we land in, just how God is already working and moving and talking to the women who are there living out day-to-day life and doing ministry in those cities, just how clear it is that that's where God leads us. And so there's definitely a lot of, I think, dependence on the Lord from our team and trying to figure out where he would have us go in the following year. So there's there's definitely a lot of work that goes into it. It is. And, and I should, I would be remiss not to mention that we do have um, some help with this. We use Arrowhead Conference Services um, to help us uh, find our bookings and, and uh, find our locations. But it is literally hundreds and hundreds of conversations before we get to the point where everything lands in that calendar with a location and we're, you know, we're set for the year. And I'm glad you brought that up, Savannah, because it is interesting in doing this work that we're typically living in three years at one time. So we're wrapping up one year as we did in 2021. We're set for 2022, but already talking about 2023. Yes, right. we often joke that no one at Lifeway knows what year it is because the publishing <laughs> team is doing kind of the same thing. And so we're all just like thinking three years ahead. I've, yes. I feel like I've almost written 2023 on stuff and then been like, wait, what year are we in? I don't even know right now. Oh, Someone absolutely. mentioned 2025 yesterday and I was like, hold on. That is like, no, we Whoa. cannot go there yet. <laughs> yeah, it can be confusing at times for sure. Yes, I, I'm always like, are we still going to be like around in 2025? Like, I mean, 2020 <laughs> seemed futuristic enough. And so it's right? crazy. But yes, Savannah, we wanted to ask you because you've been you mentioned that you've been on both sides of coordinating the leadership events and the mm-hmm. enrichment events. So can you share about the differences between those two and um, how they equip women in the local church? Yeah, I would love to. I've, it's a privilege that I've gotten to be able to work on both sides of these events because I love both of them so much and I've personally grown from working on both types of events. And so when I think about leadership events, I think about equipping and learning and training. And so it's really for women who are leaders, which again, we've said this in the past, Kelly, but every woman is a leader. And so women to go and pour into themselves to experience their leadership potential and to get training from really the best of the best um, life of women trainers that Kelly puts together. And so it's an awesome opportunity for networking. The events are usually smaller. It's a couple hundred women versus a couple thousand. And so it's a more intimate type of setting um, that women just really get to dive deeper into the things that God has laid on their heart. And then I love that those events typically happen before the enrichment event because enrichment events, I think I think about a leader who is walking into an event weekend. So she goes to U-Lead, she gets poured into, she gets all of these ideas about what God is calling her to do in her leadership, and then goes to the enrichment event and finds a seat in a large church or an arena. And whereas she's been pouring out all day into her thoughts about God's work in her life, and she gets to just sit and be filled up with encouragement then from that enrichment event and be under, like Beth he said, such a solid Bible teacher and surrounded by sisters who are just there to receive what God has for them. And we see God's word divided a thousand different ways for the women who are there and for those enrichment events. So they're, they're different, but in such a way they partner so beautifully together. And Kelly, you touched on this earlier that 
we are there as a Lifeway team, we are there for two to four days. And so we come in, we produce these events, whether it's you lead or one of our enrichment events that Betsy described, and then we are leaving. We're back on the road. We're going to our next location. And so it's so important for those who live in the cities um, and are doing ministry in their day-to-day lives to come to that you lead event because that's where they get equipped to carry out the ministry that we pray that those enrichment events can be a catalyst to start. So it just, it makes me excited every time to think about how beautifully the two events pair together because we're training up leaders with our leadership events and then pouring into them with the enrichment events. And then it's like, it just continues to be a cycle where those leaders are then pouring into their community. So it's, it's beautiful how the model works. You know, I was having a conversation with someone even this morning, and they just said, you know, remember, Kelly, how unique your training is because you have the enrichment event. Like like nobody else at Lifeway has that partnership with the larger enrichment event. And that really does like get kind of give us the opportunity to partner together um, with our events. And, you know, Savannah, you and I, we've even had this conversation about just, you know, sometimes the enrichment event is like going to the concert where you're just fed and filled and like, it is just, you just get to worship and hear that, you know, being fed. And then the ULE might be more like a, a, a master class, like where you're coming and you're studying. It's it's like I'm learning and I'm I'm taking it in and I'm gonna you know be able to use this in my context. But um, there is just really something special about the differences in that we get to partner together. Absolutely. You know, Kelly, I'm so glad you used that word enrichment because it's kind of been a word that has fallen off of our radar a little bit at Lifeway in describing our events anymore. We used to use it as a category and we've kind of gotten away from that. But I love that word and thinking through how these events, both the leadership and the other one and the bigger events, uh, the ones I was describing, um, are enriching for women in a way that is so deeply spiritual. Like there's a lot of events that um, that women can go to that engage their mind and, you know, where they're, they're just learning um, and being inspired and things like that. But our mission, you know, with Lifeway Women events is to make sure that women leave their spiritually enriched through the word of God. And so I love that you use that word. It just brought that all to mind. Yeah, yeah I, I will say there's just our team is really focusing. We're kind of going back to our roots and Lifeway is too as an organization of really serving the local church and that being our heart. And so when I think about tying the leadership events together with the local church, it's a lot of those women are serving in their local church, whether it's Bible studies, whether it's women's ministry leadership. And so making a space for her to be able to come to the enrichment event and bring a group and just be able to be poured into herself alongside the women that she serves. Because I know for leaders, it's you're often the ones that are setting the table. You're often the ones that are planning the event. And so I think it's a really sweet gift that we can hopefully provide to these leaders um, from churches to be able to just say, hey, just come and get poured into for this for this enrichment event. Mm, I love that. And I think the other piece of that also is For the woman who comes, and we've seen this so much over the years, who is not connected to a church yet, 
You know, mm-hmm. she may be a believer, maybe was connected at some point, but is not now um, or has never really been involved in a local church. Our great hope is that the partnering that we do in the city with churches um, will leave a footprint where she can find her way through the doors of a church and become connected with other women who can walk alongside her in her spiritual journey. And, um, and she can connect in a, in, in community around, um, around her spiritual walk. Absolutely. Betsy, I was talking to one of our, um, event specialists, which I know we'll talk about that in a little bit, but she lives in Charlotte, North Carolina, and we're taking a glory event there in April. And she was just talking about all of the resources that her church has just kind of come across. So they have counselors that are new on staff. They have free Mm. things for their community. And she's like, we're just ready for you all to come because we can say to women who come to this event, Hey, come to our church. We're here to pour into you and we're here to love you and be a church home for you. And so Mm. it's just, it's beautiful how, how God uses that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll put something in the show notes about how to become um, an event specialist in or part of the local teams, um, because we really want to get to this next question, because we think this is one that our audience will love. And it kind of we like to say in the Mark podcast that we're inviting people to the writers conference table. We're inviting them to the uh, green room of events. And so we want to know what is a memory that you'll never forget from hosting an event? And it can be silly, it can be serious, it can just be funny, or it could be just like only at LifeWay. Like some some event, we want to know what is a memory you'll never forget. And Kelly, I want to I want to ask you the same question because you have oh, also so hosted a lot of Betsy, events. Betsy, you've got nineteen years. How I know, you know. I just Savannah and I right. talked. About, I said I know they're going to ask this question, and how? No, you know, you, almost twenty years of event work. <laughs> how do you pick one? But I did. I was thinking about. I'll, I'll give you sort of. Uh, a mashup of 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 uh, what my favorite favorite memories are, and it, it's kind of a me- it's kind of like the memory I take with me when I walk out the back door of that church or that arena, and um, and it's always I see specific women's faces that I encountered um, at that at that event. And um, there have been times where we've watched an eighty three year old lady, who could barely do stairs, walk all the way from the top of an arena down to our Mm -hmm. altar, I'm using air quotes, by the stage and give her life to Christ, 83 years old. Wow. I've watched that. I've watched a 14-year-old girl and her mom come to the altar and, you know, my heart was already stirred like this mom is bringing her teenager uh, to come to receive Christ. And we later found out that it was the other way around. Mm -hmm. The girl had just come from youth camp where she'd found Christ and she was bringing her mom to introduce her to Christ. I'm getting goosebumps just as I'm talking about this sitting here. Yeah. And just thousands of women uh, over the years, I can picture their faces just praying over each other for all the joys and all the fears, all the sorrows we face on our journey and them just, you know, uh, the ones who are praying, pouring their hearts into these women, and then the others, uh, the ones who need prayer, pouring their hearts out. So it, it's almost impossible to just to choose one. But when that question is asked, and it is quite often, that is what comes flooding into my mind, and I almost can't separate it into a specific event. Mm-hmm. There, but I will say on the on the silly side, mm-hmm. there is there is a story that floats around from. Uh, 
uh, a couple of women that worked in the events area when I first started that are no longer there about how they were doing an event at an arena and they got into a minivan to go from the arena back to their hotel, got all the way to the hotel and noticed there was a garage door opener on the visor. And they had actually gotten into someone else's van and taken it. Oh my uh, goodness. Hotel. So, you know, there are a million crazy things that happen also, but my heart is always drawn to just the magnitude of mm-hmm. what God has done in those commitment times and for those women sitting in those seats under his word. I just, I'll never get over it. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Savannah, what about you? I mean, like Betsy said, so many stories just of ministry and just faces. It's it's crazy how we go all over the country, but those faces just are kind of hidden in our hearts afterwards. I will share a silly one, which Kelly knows this one. <laughs> so Kelly and I were working on the Women's Forum event, which is another really large leadership event that uh, that Kelly puts together. And I got to be the event coordinator, and we had worked so hard and all of this behind-the-scenes stuff that... I mean, we could just go on and on. And so (laughs) I know where this is going. (laughs) The weekend of the event, we were setting up and a guy who was on our team at the time said, you're kind of, you sound a little hoarse. This was before COVID. And so I just thought, you know, I'm fine. I'll eat some soup and I'll be fine. I completely lost my voice, like completely. Mm -hmm. And this was my first time coordinating a large event. I had been like so excited about finally getting to to be the one to be on the walkie-talkie telling the team where to go. And I didn't have a voice at all. And so for me, I think that God just used that as a reminder that has stayed with me. Um, just that our team does all the hard work, like I said, of, of prepping the space, of setting the table, but at the same time that God is the one that's going to bring things to fruition and it's his event and it's his ministry that he does. And so I was just, you know, Savannah event coordinator over here feeling helpless, just looking at Kelly. <laughs> um, I think I remember that too. Cause I was like, I need Savannah. I need you. I need your help. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Was- and it's funny. A girl I met after the fact said, Oh, I know you, you were the one that lost your voice at forum. And so I think that's, you know, it's just a really humbling thing, but just how hard our team works, but knowing that it's, it's, it's the Lord's event. Yes. Well, I think it was the same event, Savannah, but was that the event where we were streaming the lights? Oh, yes. <laughs> Savannah and I were determined that we were going to uh-huh. have these cute little lights in the registration area hanging from the ceiling. And so we, tra- we started putting them up and they kept falling and shattering. And I mean, oh, no. so at the time, Savannah's boyfriend, now her husband and my husband, <laughs> worked forever trying to get those up. I mean, so there's behind the scene guys that are doing things. And Uh finally, I mean, and we were both so kind of like disappointed because it was something like really fun that we thought would be really pretty. And finally, I just had to look at Savannah and I was like, no one knows. No one knows that this was supposed to happen. No one. We just need to take them down because we can't have glass in something that, you know, people are going to pick up. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. I will never forget that. And so for you event coordinators out there, fun fact, if you're going to do bistro lights, get the plastic ones. That's That's a good tip. Yeah. I think the story that I always share, because I used to go to a lot of events when I was doing the Lifeway Women social media, and I still go to some of them, but not as often. And I was at an event where there was heightened security for just some stuff that had happened in the area. And um, I had introduced myself to 
one of the security guards and just said, hey, I'm doing social media. So I'll be walking like across the front and I'll maybe go down to the front row and all this kind of stuff. And he was like, great. It's good that I know what you look like. Well, they had switched security guards. And so I was walking down front to get a photo and to film some video. And he turned to me and luckily he turned to the photographer and he was like nearby and the photographer just kind of gave a thumbs up like she's with us. But later he told me he was like, I almost tackled you. I, oh, I came no. very close to tackling you. And I was just like, what a disturbance that would have been if like on the front row, um, just someone just randomly gets tackled. Uh, but yeah, that is always the funniest thing I think that's happened to me. And it wasn't really like it didn't really happen, but it just like almost happened. And it always makes me laugh. So I try to make sure that I introduce myself to all the security people and uh, wear a badge that says, you know, I'm doing social media so that (laughs) that way it's clear. Uh, I seriously think we should, I mean, like we could all write books on things that happen at events because the things that you can never expect to happen and it, and they just do. And you just have to be really flexible and adaptable and, and honestly, it takes a team every time we do these events. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know even Betsy, like a couple of years ago, we had a caterer that wasn't quite getting the, the lunches out and, or the dinner in time. And I walked out and I just had this panic look on my face. And you're like, I got it. Go away. I got it. You know, just don't worry about it. It's like, there's, oh. there's those points where you go, there's not a thing we can do about this. We're yeah. just going to, we're just going to roll with it and it's going to happen. And I think, yeah, that flexibility, uh, you know, when you're doing events is absolutely critical. And, and my, my other go-to thought is always, um, you know, if try to try to, if you can make it a yes, make it a yes. There's lots of things that come up in events where people are expecting a no. And I decided quite some time ago that if, you know, if there is any way possible, I can make something a yes for somebody, I'm going to try to do that. And it makes for a better experience for everybody. Yeah, that's a a great tip. Yeah. All right. So you guys get to answer our last question, which is always the question we ask on the Marked podcast. So Betsy, will let you go first. And then Savannah, what has marked you at a Lifeway event? Oh, goodness. (laughs) Again, so, so hard to zero in. I I would say, you know, Kelly um, and Elizabeth and Savannah knows this. I've had women come up to me in airports, at other events, places, and they'll, they'll say to me, oh, I remember seeing you at this event where such and such a Bible teacher taught, and I still remember what her message was on, and this is how God impacted me. And that marks me every single time for the mm-hmm. for the reason that I know that when we're when all those women are sitting in those seats and I'm standing wherever it is I'm standing, you know, being watchful over the event, that God is taking his word and dividing it thousands of ways so that each woman sitting in that seat, because this is what we pray for, is going to be impacted by his word in exactly the way that she needs it on that specific day. Mm-hmm. And that that has marked me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Savannah, what about you? Yeah, I I would talk about a specific event that I actually was serving at. And, you know, I'm, you know, in my late 20s. And so I grew up in the, the culture of going to conferences and youth group and going to events with my mom. And so I think early on in my walk with the Lord, I just can think of, 
messages like Betsy said or words that were spoken at events that have just really marked me and my, my faith. And there was an event that I was working on the Lifeway team. It was our GBL event in Knoxville, Tennessee, which is where I'm from. It was PSL at the time, Priscilla Shire Live. And like somebody said earlier about Priscilla's prayer portions that she does at the events that are so powerful. And so I had been working backstage. I was new on the team. So trying to just make things happen that I could do and help out. And I had gotten called out to the arena floor to pray over women as Priscilla would call out categories and and needs in our lives that she could pray over. And so I was watching women stand and ask for prayer and I was going and praying with them. And she called out the category of singleness. And I um, have, yeah, I had just started dating somebody and I was just praying about that. And I remember I was going over to pray over a woman and I looked down at the foot of the stairs of the the stands and I saw my mom and her best friend and they just pointed at me. And it was just a moment of, I'm here to serve. I'm here to pour into these women, but I can't help but even like receive God's word for me in that moment. And so I went down and they prayed over me and it was just a really sweet time to say, you know, even our team. And that's something that we pray over the arena workers, that we pray over the security guards, that anybody who hears the word of God at this event, that it would it would impact them. And so, um, fun fact, I ended up marrying the guy I had been dating. So I don't know if that's like a connection or anything. Prayer works. <laughs> yeah, but it was just a really sweet moment of just my, my work and my job also connecting with my spiritual walk and mm-hmm. just how those things are so hand in hand. Yeah, I love that, Savannah. You know, it reminds me, we uh, for years had a um, a sentence that went out in an email to our teams when we would send the big production schedule with all the details. And we would have a sentence in there every time saying, don't miss your word. Mm-hmm. So you're going to be working, but don't miss your word because mm-hmm. God's got a moment for you in this this uh, event as well. Yeah. And I think that's a good challenge for anyone who may be listening that leads a Bible study, does, um, does events in their church, is in a women's ministry leader. Cause I think it can be very tempting and easy to just like go in and be like, I've got to get this, this, and this done. And this is what we have to do to make this successful, but to not miss that word that God may have for you in the midst of you leading. Um, and I think that's something that's always so powerful, obviously to the person that, you know, experiences that, but also to the people that are following them, the people that are watching Mm -hmm. them lead an event, um, to just know, Hey, God works through this, even still, even though, you know, Betsy, I'm sure you've done hundreds of events. Um, but God can still speak to you through those teachers and that experience every time. And so I think that's, um, just a reminder of God's sovereignty and his, power to speak to us and to pursue so true. us. I would, I would just say, beware. I remember standing, I've remembered, I can remember three specific times standing on an arena floor with all my coworkers around me and absolutely bawling, bawling mm-hmm. like a baby, because what God, what God was, uh, you know, sharing through his word, through his Bible teacher was impacting something so personal in my life that that was my, you know, we always used to say, go get your word. That was my word. Yeah. And I was, I was going to take it in, even if it meant, yeah. you know, what we might consider to be utter embarrassment over losing it emotionally, right. but you know, it's important. It's really important. Yeah. yeah. Well, our teams work so hard and I think people would be surprised to know how small the teams are that make these happen. And we have lots of opportunities for women to even help 
kind of partner with us. And so um, we want to encourage women to, a couple of ways you can do this is you can go to LifewayWomenInsiders.com, join the insiders, and there's ways that you can help us. And there's even prizes and things to do that. So definitely you can volunteer. We need people to to help us be encouragers and pray with women. And so um, there's opportunities for you to do that. So go to the show notes too. We'll put some information about that. But mm-hmm. Betsy, Savannah, I know, I wish we could have everybody on the team be on here, but yes. thank you for what you do and for just your heart to minister to women. And it, we, we really do pray for 2022 as people are coming back to events. And so we want to encourage our listeners, if you haven't thought about going to an event in a while and you've thought, hey, it's just easier not to make an effort, grab some girlfriends and you know, go to lifeway.com slash women's events and you will find all of those um listed there so plan a road trip yeah Yeah, make a road trip absolutely including some including some uh uh, some promo codes if you bring a car full oh nice that's right all right well thanks listeners and we hope that you'll be back with us next week thanks again bye thanks so much for listening if you want to join in on the conversation you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Kelly D. King and at E.D. Heineman. Use the hashtag MarkedPodcast to connect with us. You can also find Lifeway Women on all social media channels at Lifeway Women. All of today's show notes will be posted at LifewayWomen.com slash podcast. If you love the show, leave an iTunes review. It's a great way for other people to hear about the podcast. We'll see you next time. Home should be a place where we feel at peace, where we can be ourselves, where we feel loved. For a lot of us, though, home is a place of heartache, hurt, and loneliness. As believers, Christ promises us an eternal home. But what does that actually look like? And how do we deal with our current homesickness? I recently wrote a Bible study called Come Home for Women, and I'm so excited that Come Home will also be available for teen girls. It's perfect for small groups, helps girls answer important questions, and gives us a richer understanding of what kind of home God's building for us. The release date for Come Home for Teen Girls is August 1st, but you can pre-order it now at lifeway.com slash come home. Don't miss out on this opportunity to help girls belong and be loved. Again, you can pre-order it today at lifeway.com slash come home.